I'm Sam. I play Cliff Steele, the negative man, a former stunt driver who, after a terrible accident, became bonded with the negative spirit. And I'm Luke, your game master. So we start off with the two of you heading towards conference room J, which is the Memorial Rocket Racer conference room. Aww. He's still alive. He just wanted a conference room in his honor, and he put up the money for it. I mean, plan for your legacy, I guess. And so the meeting time is set for 8 in the morning. So are you all arriving on time? That is always the question. Is this the day after the party? Yes. I am arriving late and hungover, which is very unlike Cliff, but that's the first one he's tied one on in a very long time. You're supposed to be a dad to all these teens. What lessons are you going to be teaching them? What not to do. Gene shows up on time, but with sunglasses on and a cup from a Star-Lord Bucks. <laughs> all right. Gene, Gene, can I get a, a sip of that? I, um, I'm feeling it today. Oh, yeah, sure thing, man. Thank you. Oh, God. I didn't realize that things could still be bright when I have bandages on over my eyes. Oh, yikes. Yeah, that's why I brought the shades. That's a, that's a solid look. And so uh, as you were going in, uh, you see the person who's going to be giving you this uh, meeting. It is a person in a uh, like white collared shirt bow tie, black pants, and then a skull mask with a hood. It's a white skull mask. And he says, uh, Hi, Cliff and Jean. Are you ready for your uh, mission briefing this morning? Just a little a little quieter. And I'm, and I'm good. And a little dimmer? More dim? And the light's dim. Okay, the snapping was still kind of that. Thank you. Thank, thanks. Uh, there, there's some coffee over there and some breakfast pastries as well. Ooh, cheese Danish. Uh, Cliff takes the whole pot back to his seat. There is also uh, a bunch of like five hour energy type things that are just written uh, with like very suspicious third-party writing that say uh, hangover cure. Seems legit. Is the seal broken on these five-hour energies? No, they're, they're still sealed. It's just whoever made these did not have a lot of design skills. Cliff's just gonna, you know, when in Rome, down one of those babies. All right. And what about Jean? I got my coffee. I'm good. 
All right, so Cliff, roll me a endurance check. Yeah. Okay, well, I was gonna say give me a second to open up a chart to see where I landed, but I know that a 10 is not gonna do me good in anything. Yeah, your uh, abilities are not that good. Uh, yeah. So what happens is first the negative spirit jumps out of your body and then the negative spirit negative barfs. Oh, that good, huh? To be fair, I did not know it could do that. Uh, but you are now no longer feeling hungover. There's just a gross-looking pile of negative vomit. Oh my god. Uh, I I will make sure that the cleaning crew will come in and take care of that. and Possibly the science team. They would probably love to study uh, whatever you have yeah. expelled. Yeah, uh, in... We should probably keep this quick. I don't know how long any of you should be exposed to that. Uh, well, it wouldn't be the worst thing I've been exposed to. Oh, sorry, my name is Task Manager. And you notice it is a nerdy IT-type version of Taskmaster. Suggested by Madison, who you can also find on the RPG Pals Club podcast. Friend of the mm -hmm. show. And Patreon backer. And a person who did not suggest anything bad. Yay. Yeah, what do you know? A, a character that isn't sexual. <laughs> yeah. There were certainly a lot of those. I'm looking at you, Xavier Files, with your Maroon 5 lead singer X-Man. Ooh. <laughs> Wolverine with Maroon 5 tattoos. Uh, no, X-Man. Oh, X-Man. Yeah, Zach also made art of it. Oh, no. Oh, wait, now it's a worse picture. Yeah, let me... I feel like I'm obligated now to post it into the Discord. God. So, X-Man with Adam... Ah! No, no! <laughs> no! It's evil! Zach! Uh. All right, so uh, are you ready for your mission? I'll never be ready for anything again. Did Gene also somehow <laughs> see that image? <laughs> or yes. is it the hangover still? The negative puke somehow projected it into my mind. <laughs> the negative vomit has actually formed into that image. Ah. All right. Uh, so, the Captain Britain Corps, who are our recurring enemy, entered into a new uh, universe in this reality to team up with a figure known as Brother Blood, uh, seeking to ally their two sides. Brother Blood ended up uh, agreeing to agreeing to ally with them. And since then, all of the other agents that we have sent in have vanished. And we have not been able to contact or really see what is going on in that world. So we need you to look into it and maybe cause a dissolution of Brother Blood and the Captain Britain Corps. 
hate those guys. Well, I can't say I'm familiar with the 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 Brits, but Brother Blood. Now you're speaking my language. That that guy's bad news. Yes, uh, he is a part of a immortal line of Brothers Blood, who have access to something known as the Shroud of Immortality. But usually they live a hundred years and then their children kill them. So that's always fun. It, it sounds like iPhones, am I right? Is that is that your usual avenue of, of humor? Just kind of tech stuff? Well, yeah, and it's something that you can relate to because now they make a lot of technology that has like a designed death period. I'm forgetting what the term for that is. Uh, it's it's planned obsolescence. Yes. Uh, uh, thank you, thank you, Cliff. It, yeah, I, I'm not really sure how I know that. The last phone I had uh, had numpad buttons. Yeah, don't ask me. I'm technically a baby boomer. All right. Well. Oh shit. <laughs> From the '60s, y'all. Well, uh, it looks like we're dealing with some members of the greatest generation here. Uh, you have been, oh, who is going to be your team leader here? Do we need a leader if it's just well, the two of us? Uh, yeah, I feel like we can kind of split the duties here, right? Well, I mean, for the most part, yes, but we can only assign you one talus. Well, Gene, you, uh, usually got to shoulder that burden. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to take that on, uh, on a temporary basis if you're comfortable with that. Oh, sure. Thanks, Cliff. I tip my coffee. Yeah, you know, you're from the 60s or not, you're still a kid. You don't need to, you know, constantly worry about this kind of stuff. And, uh, Cliff, do you want it on your left or right arm? Uh, uh, right. Right arm. All right. And a golden, uh, armband, or a golden, like, arm covering appears with a large pink jewel embedded in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is the Talus. It allows you to contact us if you have any questions. I'll be running support for your mission if you need anything to go higher up. Uh, you should be able to get that done. Okay. Uh, he's very, you know, kind of older person with technology and like just kind of slapping it seeing what it does uh like a small projected view screen pops up along with a keyboard uh, turn off it turns off oh okay uh just gives a thumbs up Oh, and uh, it's very unsure now. <laughs> you are classified to take a class three, or you are uh, you are allowed to take a class three or a class four vessel with you to travel. All right. Okay. Uh, do you know where? Let's. Uh, do you know where the garage is? No idea. All right. Well, I I do love showing uh, around, so please follow me. Follow me. And so he guides you through the halls to a large set of garages, or to a 
large cavern that like cavern really isn't even the right word because like the titanic ship that uh patches had been piloting before is in here and there's like one or two ships that are even bigger than that hmm. <laughs> and uh as you're going in uh forge just waves and then walks on by I, uh, Cliff gives the nod. Uh, Alright, so you don't need to go and worry about class zeros, ones, or twos, but uh, here's the class threes and the class fours. Uh, class threes are like your four-person, four-to-six-person ships. Uh, class fours are like your two-to-three-person ships, you know, the size of like a reasonable sports car. Ah, uh, so pick what one you want. And what does this ship that you're picking look like? Well, uh, Cliff is torn between his, uh, his past as a stunt driver. He's looking at one model that's very sleek, very, uh, you know, it's got the, all the curves of a sports car, sort of Shelby Cobra-ish. But then uh, one that looks more like a minivan, because that's sensible. Because that's setting a good example. And he doesn't need to have one that can do a trans-dimensional drift. Just something for point A to point B. And he is uh, halfway panicking about this decision. <laughs> well, I mean, the what you got here, I, I, the, this, this looks like a friggin beast but I, I oh, oh yeah Dewey... it's really really good for getting through punching holes in those dimensions I mean you should have seen what Patches did earlier oh Patches hmm well uh Gene uh, what do you think uh power or protection hmm the ca these Captain Britain folks are uh pretty tough uh, maybe protection to be on the safe side. Protection it is. And, uh, it, it looks like an Akana line if you just took the wheels off. Uh, uh alright, I, I, I enjoy your car, Cliff. And if either of you need anything, just reach out. Uh, I've programmed your directions into here to get you into the universe you need. Alright, uh, thanks, Task. And he walks away slightly disappointed that you did not take the cooler car. Uh, so does Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it. Oh, this is... This is... this. Is, uh, he doesn't vocalize that. This is smart. This is, you know... It's like, like you said, these people are tough. This is a tough car ship that probably doesn't go 0 to 60.5 and it's fine that it does that. I bet it has very good airbags. I think it has character. You you got a good eye for this stuff, Gene. Uh, but let's get going. And so you get in and like it's pretty much a minivan on the inside with some extra controls so it can move in multiple dimensions. It's got 
like the most your parents uh like gps system on it <laughs> like it's essentially a pop socket attached to the dashboard with the gps <laughs> and like you're looking and it has not been updated since they bought it so there's like roads that no longer exist on it it is not going to get you up to date uh travel conditions got a six cd changer no satellite radio no it doesn't even have that it's got a cassette deck oh god there's a bangles tape stuck in it (laughs) yep oh hell yeah but every once in a while it will just get stuck so it's like walk like an egypt jip 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 bang don't you know way away oh Way, way, oh. You know, uh, I like the Bango Girls. They're so groovy. <laughs> yes. Very hip. Joke for two people, and both of them are in this podcast. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so roll me a agility check to pilot this thing. All right. Mm. Remember my score, and... Ooh. Uh, that is solid in the yellow. Nice. Uh, yeah, so you're able to get out here and you don't bump into anything else. You don't accidentally have your, like, high beams on. And you just get where you're going. You don't do it with a lot of panache, but you get the job done. And as you enter into this new universe in the DC reality, it looks almost barren. Uh, Like the city seems to be empty. There's signs that maybe some things that should have been getting manned weren't. And the big thing that the GPS is pointing you to is a building that looks like it might have been a capital T once, but it has since been knocked down. Ominous. Not even lowercase, huh? Nope. And so as you head closer and land, uh, you start to get a signal being sent to your flying van. It says, careful who you make contact with uh we're going to open the doors really quick for you we need you to get down here as soon as possible uh uh, who who is this we're the resistance and the and you see like a massive mound of rubble quickly get moved away uh opening a clearing that's big enough for your van i drive into the clearing and like after you pass through you see the rocks getting stacked up out there again and uh as you like land there are four figures here and how well does uh cliff know people from like the main dc universe um he knows people that he knows through uh well, his gar was not Beast Boy. That was probably 
the robot boy, but you know, was introduced to other people through him. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just you know, the big three type stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, you re- uh, roll me a. <laughs> Uh, yeah, roll me a intuition check here to know things. Just in the yellow. Uh, yeah, so you recognize uh, one of the people here looks to be Nightwing, the guy who took over Batman for a while, but who has... You know, as far as you know, started off as a Robin. You came across during like a Christmas special, maybe. Yeah, he was he was Gar's new boss, mm-hmm. and here he looks sort of younger, like in a weird way. Like his costume does not quite fit him. Uh, there's a another guy dressed more like the traditional Robin costume. Uh, there's someone he recognized as uh, Gar's friend Raven. And uh, then there's a speedster who you don't quite recognize, but that was the person who's moving really fast. Ah, uh, so, sorry, sorry. Uh, my name is Dick. Uh, where are the resistance? Who are the two of you? Uh, Cliff. Uh, this world seems kind of like a bit like the one I came from. Uh, I I used to be in the the Doom Patrol. Um, oh. if that rings a bell. Yeah, yeah. They they did their best. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is uh, Jean. You could introduce yourself. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, I'm Jean Gray. Uh, I'm a mutant. Do you have those here? Uh, yeah, I mean, we've got people who have mutated, if that's what you mean. Or we've got metahumans. Yeah, metahumans. I think I've heard that as a sort of interdimensional synonym. Interdimensional? So, that's, okay, so that's how you... Wait, you're not with them, are you? You're not with the Captain Britons? Oh, God, no, we hate those guys. Okay. We're, we're doing our best to survive in here, but it's I don't think it's going to last us too much longer. What happened here? So, uh, so as far as we understood, we had a mole in the Captain Britain. Well, we had a mole in Brother Blood's organization at the time, and what we got fed was that Brother Blood was going to throw in with the Captain Britain Corps, and he ended up granting the sh- he ended up granting the Shroud of Immortality to them. The problem was one of these Captain Britons was from the far, far future, and what happened was Brother Blood's curse ended up transferring so that everybody in this universe who was a Captain Britain Corps member died instantly because they were supposed to die on their 100th birthday and so having someone from so far in the future it just kept spreading but Brother Blood had also poisoned the water 
and now there's only a certain amount of time until well it, it it spread really fast essentially the water made you into a Captain Britain Corps member and then you typically had about an hour to it maybe if you're really lucky a day until the blood curse got to you Eesh. oh my god it's kind of a convoluted contagion but nonetheless grim yeah uh, so as long as that future Captain Britain Corps member is here everybody on this world is doomed to die and if anybody tries to leave this world they risk bringing the contamination with them the Captain Britons have written off this entire universe from what we've gathered And we've we've been the only ones who've been able to fight back because, well, Damien here didn't get infected, and Barry, Raven, and I have been well. We've we've been magically reducing our age. Got it. Well, uh, do you know where this future Captain Britain? is we have no idea i mean it's it's dangerous because to some degree it's maybe airborne it can get spread if there's too much mist too foggy i we're we're trying to keep what we can here but it's did you bring any video games We brought a bangle tape. Uh, uh, yeah, we got a bangles tape. Sorry, sorry. Uh, a, a side effect of basically magic interacting with magic is we've also sort of been mentally regressing. So I'm, I, I'm lucky that Batman trained me to try and keep my mind. Yeah, that's that's sort of where we are. Uh, well, this Captain Britain isn't from your universe. Does uh, and I'm looking at Gene and kind of slapping the the armband. Does this thing good at telling you where interdimensional anomalies are? Uh, it depends on how it's feeling that day, but sometimes. Ah, well, uh, let's hope it's in a good mood, and I turn it on. Uh, you are getting static. Oh, I would say it's feeling bad then, huh? That checks out. So, the air is probably gonna kill us. See, the world is mostly dead. Do you usually get sent on losing missions, or... Gene makes the iffy sometimes hand gesture. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, you kids, I, I, if this is where you're safest, I, I don't want you helping us too much. I, I, 
Look, maybe I can do some recon. Uh, see, see how far I can get. Uh, how how fast can the negative spirit go? Uh, generally, it can travel at like the speed of radio waves, which is pretty dang fast. Okay, I'm gonna do some uh, some negative spirit recon. Okay. Uh, as you, like, expel it, it seems to be absorbing in a lot of the ambient energy that's around. Like, there have been nuclear plants that have gone critical since this whole curse thing started. And other forms of just nasty energy because, oh, there's nobody monitoring things in this world. So. Uh... It actually seems like it may be able to go indefinitely if you want it. Okay, so beyond that 60-second timer because the, the world's so nasty? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm just picturing kind of as a, an outward spiral sort of search here. Okay, it is going to take a while, so while the negative energy spirit is doing that, uh, what, what are you going to do, Jean? Mm. Can I do my own sort of telepathic scan, see if I can pick up on any brain waves or signals that these Captain Britain people are sending out? Uh, all right, roll me a telepathy check. That is in the yellow. All right, so here is a choice that you have. A familiar hole is saying, I know exactly where to go, Jean. Let me guide you. And if you want to follow that, uh, it's promising to tell you exactly where it is. Otherwise, you will have sort of a general, like, city area knowledge where it is between you and uh, Cliff's reconnaissance. Boy. Can I ask Cliff if he, want, if he wants to follow the creepy voice I hear in my head? You're going to have to, like, shake Cliff's body if you want his attention. <laughs> like, I'm just slumped against the wall right now. I shake Cliff. Ah. The energy spirit comes back after not getting too much surveying done. Uh, uh, what, what's up? Uh, so, there's, like, no super chill way to say this, but I'm hearing a voice in my head that's telling me where we need to go. Do we follow it? Uh, okay, I guess there's no super chill way for me to respond. Is the voice in your head usually a positive influence? Well, it's not mine, it's somebody else's, but, uh, you know, on these missions, I find it's better just to take these things head on. You know what? I'm the newbie here. Let's, uh, let's go with what you think is best. Let's listen to the voice. All right, voice. What do you got for me? So, as you listen to this voice, it's coming from the Ring of the Graces that you have. And 
it is giving you the exact location of where this person is. And it says, we can go. We can remove him from reality. Destroy him. Even rewrite them. I'm going to keep the creepy part to myself and uh, reveal the location to Cliff. Okay. Uh, do you have news? Do it. Yeah, it looks like uh, Gene here, veteran of the team, knows where to go. Uh, are you fine if we stay here? Uh, I wasn't going to have it any other way. Oh, okay. Thank yeah. you. Mummy. Cliff. Oh, boy. Oh. Poor kids. Okay, let's maybe... Yeah, l l l let's leave until, uh, b before these kids, like, imprint on us. I don't need a baby duck situation. No, no, because you're wrapped in bandages like a mummy. Was that... really? Uh... Kids these days. Disrespectful. As you get back into the car and turn it on... Walk like an Egyptian. Do 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 do. Oh, I was hoping it was gonna be on uh, Eternal Flame. Was that the name of the song? Eternal Flame. Anyway, I know two Bankles songs. Just another Manic Monday. I know three Bankles songs. <laughs> I think that's the Bankles. I'm pretty sure it is. I think you're right. Uh, oh, also, they did that good cover of Hazy Shade of Winter. Good times. I'm... Just quick update from me, Sam. I googled, is this burning an eternal flame to get, to you know, mm -hmm. confirm. Uh, it is called Eternal Flame. And then in the people also search for section, we get Walk Like an Egyptian, mm -hmm. uh, Manic Monday, Hazy Shade of Winter, and then Cookie Cat. <laughs> what? <laughs> Cookie Cat. Yeah, people usually search for these three Bangles songs and then also Cookie Cat. <laughs> he left his family behind. <laughs> Super duper yuppie. That is a very weird additional search. Yes. Um, so we leave listening to the Bengals uh, following Gene's uh, voice. And so you find yourselves in merry old England. And. Do you don't want to take another shot at that one? Jolly <laughs> London Town! <laughs> Got it. Even Got it in two. Perfect. I. I I used a lot of my good English energy on the other recording for this volume. <laughs> and above Buckingham Palace, you see a person who Jean recognizes as being in the red, white, and blues of the Captain Britain Union Jack costume. Ooh. You know, I'm just gonna take a wild guess and say that, uh, the person floating in an otherwise desolate hellscape probably the person we're looking for 
Now, my question is, do we, uh, ram them <laughs> or go for a more subtle route? Uh, the tape's skipping again, so let's ram them. Let's ram them. And I'm, I'm slamming that gas. All right, make an agility check. Ooh, 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 ooh. Knew that had to run out sometime. Yeah, that's in the white. So what happens is you slam on the gas, you, like, drive as fast as you can, and as, like, the van impacts, it keeps going, and he pretty much has the van split around him. And the van, like, goes, loses whatever anti-gravity powers it has, and then starts crashing to the ground. So roll me both agility checks to try and save yourselves here. Or if you have another way that you want to try and catch yourself, let me know. I got a 63, so I'm in the yellow. Uh, I'm doing what? Agility? Yeah, agility. Okay. Yeah, so you're able to just secure yourself and cliff uh i'm going to activate the furious shields Mm -hmm. and just try and like uh you know hamster ball my way down all right uh roll me a uh check at uh monstrous okay Mm -hmm. Oh. Okay. Uh, that is in the yellow. Uh, yeah, so you're, like, able to uh, activate those shields, turn into a hamster ball, and then, like, as you're going, you are able to, like, slow yourself down and roll to a stop with a... Uh... You were going to punish me for saying hamster ball specifically if I got a white or green, weren't you? No. Okay. <laughs> I love hamster balls. I don't love hamster balls. I love that you used equipment that you have, though it's the only equipment that you have, so I guess. Yeah, this this is not quite a hawk situation where I've got seven things and used maybe two. Mm-hmm. Never used his top. So the guy who's uh, floating above is just sort of like a nondiscrepant brown-haired white dude and he looks down and he says you know you shouldn't be here I'm unfortunately rather dangerous well uh we're usually here to deal with the dangerous stuff well I guess if by that you mean dying then uh, well you're more than welcome to try it's not really what I'd like you to do and both of you roll me a endurance check. Ooh, I got a nine. Oof. Ugh. I am also in the white. Both of you notice... Uh, Jean, what outfit are you wearing right now? Um... I have my scroll, 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 scroll. I have the dragon leather armor from Moon Dragon. Okay, so you're like full armored up knight type. Yeah. 
so the color on that shifts to a blue base, and Cliff, your uh, jacket materializes a few uh, Union Jack flag patches on it. Oh no. Yeah, you see? It's uh, already starting. Pretty soon you'll just be dust. Well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I was pretty sure I came from a metafictional realm and was kind of the figment of someone else's uh, imagination. And today is the first confirmation that there are other universes like the one I came from. Does sound like a bit of a Yankee problem. You know, typically it's Brits that are behind the Yankee pro- anyway. I might be getting too metafictional again. If I'm gonna turn to dust, I'd be happy to turn to dust here, I guess. That's that's kinda beautiful. Yeah. But uh also I'm pretty sure me turning to dust means everyone gets screwed, so and then I'm gonna shoot the uh negative spirit out at him. Alright. Just full forward and like if he makes contact, going to cause an explosion as well. Sounds good. Uh, so roll that uh, fighting check at 50, because you're fighting with the negative spirit. Oh no. I got an 8. No! Uh, you got 40 karma. You can spend 10 to do a reroll if you want. I'm gonna spend 10 for a reroll. What right. if we just both died this episode? Yeah. Jen's going to be really angry at both of you. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Um, that is... Is that 50? Mm-hmm. At the very lower end of the yellow. Alright, so like an 81? Uh, like a 91 is what it is. Uh, a 91 is in the red. Um, 50? Yep. Oh, that's just at the... Yeah, you're right. Yay. Yeah. God dang. And so you send the negative spirit out, and uh, how would Cliff want the negative spirit to be punching him? Um, it kind of flies out, arms at its side, and then as it reaches him, just full-on haymaker to the jaw and explosion at point of contact. Alright, so it explodes at point of contact and it sends him like plummeting down to the ground and skidding and he's coughing and laughing. <laughs> well, damn Yankees. And what about you, girl? Do you have something for me? Yeah, I got something called the Goblin Blade, bitch. And as you go to pull it out, you notice two things. The line of Hamir that has been on your hand has been replaced by the Ring of the Graces. I'm sorry, what what got replaced? Uh, The uh, line of Hamir that uh, looped fishing line that you've never really had a chance to use. Yeah. Or uh, It's been replaced by the Ring of the Graces. 
the one uh -oh. that has two more activations on it. And instead of pulling out the goblin blade, you pulled out your uh, energy bow, your Cree composite soul bow. That is doing the mega death ultra blast that it's done before when you face the Captain Britain Corps. Huh, alright. That doesn't look like a blade. Do I have any idea why this happened? You hear the voice and it says, Finish the job. Reach your perfection gene. <laughs> ah! So I, I'm not using the ring, I'm using the bow. Uh, the ring re-equipped itself to you. Okay, but will this count as one of my last two before I die? <laughs> uh, if you activate it, yes. Okay, but if I just fire the bow, then no. Uh, no, if it wants you to use the bow, because that's how it can channel more easily. If you stop yourself and then pull out the sword, then you'll be fine. Okay, uh, I have a flash, like sort of an anime flashback to the last time I used it and when I killed a shit ton of people. And I am afraid of being a mass murderer again, even if this this one old bastard. So I hold back and use the goblin blade. All right. Uh, because you did hesitate and do that, though, he's going to be able to get back up, and I'll see if he... Ah, uh, yes, he is able to catch the blade in both hands as you try and swing it at him. He says, She who hesitates is lost. And so, big anime uh, fight going on right here. Cliff, what are you doing? So, Gene is engaged with close combat right now, right? Right. Okay, um, I'm gonna do some more anime shit, which is phase underground, mm -hmm. and, uh, just kind of Mortal Kombat, uh, noob Saibot uppercut out of the ground. Alright, uh, roll me that fighting check. At 50? Uh, 75. Ooh, even fucking better um because that is just in the green with a 21 so here are the options that you have uh it's a bit imprecise just because he's holding on to the goblin blade uh you can deal him less damage but you'll only hurt him or you can do more damage to both of them and possibly get him to let go of the blade but you'll also hurt gene in that Oh, it, it's it's uh, less damage. All right. So it hits him, and he's like, ah You Yankees do like your guerrilla tactics. He said briefly going Australian for a moment. <laughs> and he is going to get a strength check, and he is going to fail on it. And uh, <laughs> so, like... His hands slip on the blade, so Gene, roll your fighting check. Oof. I, like, kiss the imaginary die I'm holding right now. 
Okay, that is a 40 in the green. So, uh, pick a limb on him. <laughs> All right. Um, is he right or left-handed? Uh, you got no way of telling. Probably right-handed. All right, I'm going to say right-handed. Uh, okay. He is no longer right-handed. He has, in the true DC style, lost a limb. Oh! Bloody hell! And both of you roll the endurance checks. Mm. Okay, that's a red. Oh, I'm in the white. God damn it. Your Ooh. entire uh, blue armor now gains a blue uh, cross across of it. Yeah, god damn it. Uh, Cliff, meanwhile, still seems to be fine. And the uh, British patches that he had become more of British punk rock music patches. Okay, well. <laughs> and uh, Captain Britain says, I'm your future, both of you. You can't stop me. You can join me. But artifacts like you are going to be dust. Well, uh, if there's anything I learned from, uh, well, and I'm pointing to the British punk rock patches on my jacket, it's, uh, you know, no future. And I guess I send the negative spirit back out since I'm animating my body. Um, and just, uh, I'm going for a gut shot. All right. Uh, roll that at, uh, just amazing again. Okay. Uh, ooh, just in the green. Uh, that is going to be enough to kill him. And he coughs up blood as that gut shot pauses his organs to go very bad. And he says, yeah, well, unfortunately, killing the typhoid Andy doesn't stop the curse. And he falls down dead. And we'll follow up with this next week on Exiled. I'm Kaylee. You can find me uh, on Twitter at Ronchontronch. And you can find most of my writing at womenwriteaboutcomics.com. And I'm Sam. You can find me on Twitter at Frunding underscore Loom. And you can also hear me on the RPG Pals Club, a Dungeons & Dragons 5e actual play podcast that I do with our Game Master Luke in the Urban Waterdeep setting. You can find that on Twitter at RPG Pals Club or online at RPGPals.club. And I'm Luke, your Game Master. You can also find me on the podcast Multiversal Q slash Ultraversal Q with normal podcast member Devin at MultiversalQ.com. You can find me on Twitter at, at Coltrager. That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. Exiled is a weekly podcast. We'll be back next time with the other half of this arc. Uh, you can find more about us at ExiledPodcast.com. Uh, we also have a Twitter, and if you really want to be super supportive, uh, you have a few good options. Sending us an email at xoutpodcast at gmail.com is always appreciated, or reaching out on the Twitter. 
If you feel so inclined, please leave us a review, especially if it's going to be positive to help more people find out about the show. And then if you are financially inclined, for as little as $1 a month, you get episodes a week early. And all sorts of other goodies. We have some bonus episodes coming up soon. Also, Hulk... Also, as the time of recording this, Hawk is not immortal. So, Hawk could die. <gasps> Folks, Hawk needs your help. Find your parents' credit card. <laughs> Imagine what Warlock would do if Hawk died. <gasps> Don't let that sweet, sweet boy lose his sweet, sweet boy. Oh my god, Luke. We'll be back next week with another episode, but make sure to check out the free comic book day special. And until next time, catch you on the flip mode.